0: This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we review episode two of the Falcon and Winter Soldier Geek Booner. Plus, Black Widow is coming to Disney Plus. The Obi-Wan TV show reveals its cast. How much of Zack Snyder's Justice League is actually in slow motion? Godzilla vs. Kong opens big internationally. San Diego Comic-Con is having an in-person event this year and a bunch more. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, March 29th, 2021. This is Frank Willow. You know me. But who are you? Are you the discerning, sophisticated type of person who enjoys all the latest comic book and superhero TV and movie news, pop culture references, witty banter? Me neither. I'm just here for the dick jokes. Check.
1: Check. One. This is
2: really all out there. Let's give it up! We jock it, we nerd it. We funky, it We jock we
0: nerd it. We spoiler alert! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! What's up? Hey, listener, that's you. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV. And movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. Joining us also, a dude who took a dump so big it clogged the Suez Canal for a whole week. <laughs> of course, it's Rug Boy. Rugs, how's the slack hole? It's pretty loose. Yeah, I would think so. What did you eat, man? I can't believe. You, you know, you cost a lot of money in that... Uh, that millions, millions
2: of dollars billions. It, was, yeah, billions it
0: was basically kale and avocados oh wow at least you're regular <laughs> that shit was crazy i believe the boat has now been dislodged good and uh it's on its way but holy fuck that guy's definitely getting fired right come on ah. how do you keep your job no, after? not only
2: that guy I and mean, that company is probably gonna get sued
0: and they had like one little bulldozer just digging away uh
2: science physics <laughs>
0: <laughs> boat that big can't get it stuck in mud. Unbelievable! How are you gonna drive something
2: sideways down a straight canal? What are you doing? How'd that happen? That would that would happen to you though. Come it on! Would. Don't, don't criticize be like, anybody. Oh,
0: it's drifting! I don't know how to stop you're, this. You're
2: that guy to be that clumsy. I've seen you drop things that you were like holding in your hand.
0: I'd be like, I just want to see Imran in in that mud slide. <laughs> that's a good point. I would have got out though and started pushing. At naked. least tried, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get out naked. I'm like, look, at least I'm gonna try to push this fucking boat back. There's 20,000 containers
2: up here. I've been swinging a mace. I could push this boat back.
0: So look, now everyone's delayed shipments of what's on there, like Pokemon cards and Funko Pop figurines. They can get through. Great. (laughs) Everyone will get their collectibles so you can relax. Uh, Okay, we have a lot of shit to talk about. Let's get into it. The Jock Jock and Nerd Podcast. We didn't do any news last week, and I missed it. And oh boy, is there a lot (laughs) to discuss. I missed it. Here's what we missed. News. Big news from Marvel announced the day after we recorded last week. So, like, it's, it's old news at this point. It's been a week. But it was the inevitable news Disney blinked and made a call on Black Widow. Oh, shit. It is being pushed back from May 7th, two months, to July 9th, when it will come out in the theaters and be made available to Disney Plus subscribers at an extra $30. Oh, shit. Uh, additionally, they pushed back Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings to September 3rd. Cruella gets a day-and-date theatrical Disney Plus release May 28th. And Luca, Pixar's next movie, goes straight to streaming again to Disney Plus June 18th, just like they did to Soul. So that's two for two <laughs> on the Pixar movies, missing uh, theaters, so, okay, we knew this was coming. Anthony, I love that it's Disney+. Plus. Did they need to push it back two months?
2: I think they just pushed it back because they really haven't done any marketing for this. So I think they wanted to just give it a little bit of time rather than, oh, by the way, although it's worked for Godzilla vs. Kong in terms of the one month marketing push, but yeah. I think Disney just felt like they needed to ramp it up a little bit and they were a month basically a month away. From, from the release so I think that's why they did yeah, it yeah they're just gonna flood it and I think July 9th although I don't think things will be completely open I think they're hoping they can still make some cash at the movie theater as well I don't think they're fully sold yet on the on the Disney plus and everyone just going over there and buying stuff um, and they have a by pushing it back to July 9th I think they'll have a better idea of what they're gonna get because they've done Mulan they've done Seoul. And Raya. Well, they've done Mulan, I'm sorry, Mulan and Raya, but yeah. they'll have this Cruella film should maybe do well. So I think they'll have more data and they can figure out what to expect.
0: Rugs, this is like a real last minute decision. Like this is like at the last hour. Uh, this is all still an experiment for everyone, isn't it? For every studio. Well, yeah, I mean, this
1: movie's got to make a lot of money. It's a $200 million movie. But um, it it's got to make a lot of money just for Marvel's sake. And I think that they're seeing that people are buying tickets to movies again, but not, yeah. like, to the large degree. I think they're making, like, the biggest opening in America has been, like, what, $10 million or $13 million or something like that?
0: Yeah, I think that was, like, Tom and Jerry. It was, like, $13 million.
1: So, I mean, that's not the kind of money that they're they're hoping for. They're, they're hoping they get maybe $50 million. And I think that might happen because people are buying tickets for Godzilla. And I heard that th- that the tickets are selling pretty well, considering all the yeah. All of the the, the the social distancing and twenty five percent and all that other shit. So I don't know. If things keep getting better, they could possibly uh make a little change on this open here. And then uh the good news is that um you know theaters around the world are open. So
0: Well, is it good news? This is very interesting watching this uh dance, this relationship now between studios and exhibitors and theaters. It's ever evolving. So Disney announces this on March 23rd, right? Earlier in that day, Cineworld, that uh, they own Regal, which is the second largest theater chain behind AMC, 536 theaters. Regal's been closed for six months. Regal announced that they are going to start to open select Regal locations at the beginning of April because at that point – Disney was still going to release Black Widow on May 7th and LA is uh, expanding their capacity. So everyone was happy for like half a day. And then Disney kind of fucking puts the puts the downer on the situation and like, wait, there's not going to be a big movie now where well, you're going to have to survive two more months. But we do have Godzilla versus Kong yeah. uh, coming out. OK, so, you know, what's interesting. Uh, there's been uh, theaters like Cinemark and Harkins who we talked about Raya. They are currently refusing to play Disney's Raya the Last Dragon because they want better terms. The problem is Disney's a little, their terms aren't great. I found out Warner Brothers, because when they announced this thing, we're releasing all our movies on HBO Max and in the theater. They're offering theaters more than 55% of each ticket Oh shit. for playing these 2021 movies. Apparently, Disney has no deal like this. Lame. To sweeten the pot for the theaters, and maybe they're hedging their bets for European models. There's still lockdowns in Everybody Italy. likes European models. Oh, I love European models, of course. geek But the ones we have now are all diseased, so that is a problem. But yeah, they're experimenting with all this. I don't know. The quote in this article, I found this article from Hollywood Reporter. Basically, it starts out saying there's not much theaters can do. Uh, And the source at the end goes, uh, we will not see a picture be released on 35,000 plus screens anytime soon. So we're still a long ways away from a big opening. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, absolutely.
0: Do you think they care about the theaters or they're, I mean, they're, it's business, right? So they're going to get the 30 bucks.
2: Well, the problem, the thing that, the thing that Disney cares about is the the theater is a proven model. They release a movie in a theater. They're going to make a lot of money. They've, they've done it for years. The Disney Plus thing, they only have like two films of data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's still, we can, we. I'd like to think that they're going to probably make a lot of money because people love Marvel. They love this stuff on Disney Plus. They're going to want to see this. But it's an unknown. So that's probably why there's still this hesitancy of, should we do it? Should we do it? And I think at this point, it was just like. We just got to release this movie. The movie we, we got to, to, to figure out, out the best of both worlds and, and do ago. something. Yeah, right. May
0: first, twenty twenty, original release date, and it would have. It's, it's a it's a billion dollar maker. But they're still gonna charge the
1: premium, right? Yes, So yeah. yeah, so they're gonna make money off this film. I mean, first of all, they're not paying for it, right? They're just they're releasing it, but they're releasing it with this thirty dollar tag. So they're making all of that money. That's their money. And then whatever happens in the theaters, you know, they can they'll get uh, as I said they fucked everyone out of that percentage that the WB did, so they're probably going to make more money there too.
0: Very interesting. I mean, I'm super geek fucking geeks that we can watch it. I can watch it at home.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm just happy that we have a date now and we can it feels like we can kind of move forward on the on the movies now. I feel like at this point if theaters aren't open by September, like in the way that they want, they'll probably do the same thing, day and date release yeah, on, yeah. it's like We kind of know now, like things are coming out, whether it be in the theaters or at home.
0: And I remember remember in the beginning, studios were like, "This isn't going to be a regular thing. This day and date and thing." But I don't think I think this is going to be around for a while. I don't think it's going to go away once they figure out the model, and everybody is watching everybody else. So a little bit more experimenting to do. Uh, As a consumer, I'm happy. As a theater owner, yeah, it kind of sucks. Sorry.
2: Yeah, I think as a consumer. This is kind of the best, right? I just you wish can, they
0: didn't delay it. I was like, why fucking push it back? Just fucking right. put it out on me. Well, you,
2: you can go to a theater if you want. Yeah. Or you could just watch it at home.
0: Or you could do both. Yeah, or you, could you do can both. do. You spend thirty bucks there and spend another thirty bucks at the theater. Sure, why not? Give them all your money, listener. Let us know how excited you are. Join the conversation. Visit our Facebook group. Join the Jock and Nerd Nation. Jock and Nerd. It's an exclusive closed group just for you, listener. We're all in there. You're gonna meet a lot of fun people, and you get your name shout out, and we we'll read your read your comments and shit. Uh, okay, sticking with Marvel and Disney. Uh, and Star Wars and casting news. Lots of casting news. This came out today. Very exciting. The Obi-Wan Kenobi Star Wars Disney Plus show reveals its cast. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's a pretty crazy cast. We have here Ewan McGregor, of course, is Obi. Hayden Christensen coming back to play Anakin, Darth Vader, Moses Ingram, Joel Edgerton, uh, joining the cast, Bonnie P. Kumail Manjani, people. Yeah, Can we stop here? We just stop. That's it. This is the best show ever. I'm going to stop. Fucking Kumail crossing over.
2: Like clockwork, this fucking guy.
0: Hey, it's not me. I'm more excited that
2: Indira Varma is going
0: to be Well, that's the next one. Indira Varma (laughs) from Game of Thrones. I'm talking about you, Imran. I know.
2: I knew you were going to stop right there. But look,
0: Kumail from, he's in Eternals, and now he's going to be the Star Wars universe. Fucking love it. (laughs) Riz Ahmed is in the Star Wars universe. I love it. Although he's dead. (laughs) Indira Varma from Game of Thrones. Rupert Friend. uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., another great fucking Ice Cube's kid. Love it. Put him in there. Sun Kang, uh, Simone Kessel, and Benny Safdie rounding out the cast. Comments on this cast, anyone? <laughs> it seems to be lacking in
1: in uh, our uh, Latinos. <laughs> if you're gonna just do a a cursory, you know, check for that, the, in, the
0: Indian brown people took all those slots. That's
2: yeah, fun. that's what happened. Okay, it looks. Yeah, I mean, it looks it looks good. I I was. I saw the names on there and I was like, oh this is cool and it's very diverse. And then, yeah, everything everything looks good. I'm I'm cool with the cast.
0: I love this cast as so uh Joel as Would you like
2: it as much if Kumail Nunjani wasn't on? It?
0: Uh probably not. I no. think no. Kum- Kumail just <laughs> puts it over the top. I was I saw this I was like, oh fuck Kumail's in this too. He's you, in everything. Do you
2: actually like him as an actor?
0: He's not bad. The big sick is very good. <laughs> no, he's good. Oh my god. Okay. He this does is... he does he can do drama. I've seen him do and he was great in Silicon Valley. Come on. The guy's fucking hilarious,
2: right? Okay, I just I just wanted to make the distinction if you actually like him or you're just rooting for him his because of his stand
0: up I always thought was funny. His movie I his, think his it's life the is the first great. thing Anthony <laughs> pretty much. But it helped. No, there are some Trust me. There are some fucking Pakistani Muslim comics that I don't like. Ah. That fucking suck and I will call them out. Not right now, <laughs> they, but I asked Do my it. sister. We talk about them all the time. We're like, fuck that guy. Uh, what is d- India Varma?
2: Oh, she's British.
0: India Varma is British, but she probably has an uh, Indian uh, background. But she was on Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, remember? She was uh, the lady. She was oh, also wow.
2: in Rome.
0: Oh, she and was she, in Rome too, And yes, she was yes. in the
2: Kama Sutra movie.
0: Oh, she's oh, very hello. sexy.
2: She's uh yeah, of Indian and Swiss descent. Oh,
0: wow. Nice. And, like and it. Italian. Oh, Indian, Swiss, Italian. That's my favorite but sandwich. But she's
2: British. And British. She's
0: I, from Britain. I need somebody to make me an Indian, Swiss, Italian panini sandwich. What would that taste
1: like? What would be on there? <laughs> yeah, what <laughs> would be on
0: there? Curry chicken. Like long <laughs> rice. And mozzarella rice, cheese. Mozzarella and caprese salad <laughs> between between two uh, paratas or nans. Yeah, that works. All right. Uh, Joel Edgerton is returning to the franchise. He played Owen Lars in Revenge of the Sith. uh, And Bonnie Peace also returns playing Beru. She played Baru in Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. Of course, we talked about Hayden Christensen, will be Darth Vader. Here's what, we're in the... The show takes place. It says here, the story begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, the third movie, where Kenobi faced his greatest defeat. The downfall and corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice, Anakin Skywalker, turned evil Sith Lord Darth Vader. So this is kind of cool. It'll be 10 years into, like, Vader's career, and uh, you could have a lot of great cameos. What do you think of that time frame of Boy? Wait, when does this happen? <laughs> ten years after Revenge of the Sith, ten years after Anakin so he's becomes be- Darth Vader.
1: So he's been Darth Vader for ten years. Yeah, in this, yes. Mm, interesting. Yeah, it's like ten years later than when it actually happened, like in real life. Right? Uh, other Star Wars uh, movies uh, are like a oh, it's over been ten about
2: years. Like, ten those years. Those are like twenty years, right?
0: Has it been twenty years? No, Revenge of the Sith was two thousand five, so it's been longer than that. Fifteen yeah, it's years, been almost. Yeah.
2: 15, Sixteen years,
0: 15 so. years. Yeah, you guys are the Star
2: Wars guys. I, I'm curious, what do you guys think?
0: Well, I mean,
1: Hayden Christensen's not the best actor. I mean, he's gotten better, but he still has his voice doesn't match his. Like, I think that's the thing. His voice doesn't match the way he he emotes. Like, I think his voice <laughs> okay. sounds so different than. He always sounds like he's doing this
0: <laughs> when he's
1: acting. Strain, that.
0: The strange jaw uh, delivery. Look, it's yeah. been 16 years. Maybe he's gotten better. I hope so. <laughs> um, but uh, I do think that
1: uh, I this cast is kind of like they're all like 30 and over. It's <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of interesting. There's Ages like yeah you know, no I mean there would be where's the oldest dude on here is like uh.
2: You know, Joel, Joel, Edgerton? Joel Edgerton, I don't know, maybe Ewan yeah. McGregor,
1: maybe Rupert friend is the oldest
0: guy. Rupert.
1: Oh, Rupert. And like yeah. the youngest guy is probably Benny Zafty.
0: Right. Is he one of the softy brothers from that did the movie? I would I would say I so. Yes. Uncut gems softies. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Mr. Zafty.
2: Missed if Sa- they play the song.
0: Yeah. yeah, he is one of
2: the safety bros. Oh,
0: nice. Dude, I'm all into the timeline Jedi battles. we get to see oh, uh, Obi- Obi-Wan fight Darth Vader some more. Have some cool Look, fucking lightsaber gonna battles. Cool. Like,
1: uh, uh, Reg- 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 that's going to be cool. The Regi the says had some good lightsaber shit. Yeah. So if they can get that whole vibe back, that'd be awesome. Uh, I'm into this. I, I want to see Obi-Wan. Why not?
0: Fuck yeah. Uh, I don't know when it's coming out, but they got a cast. Uh, and then other quick casting news. They have added to Thor Love and Thunder a secret cameo by Russell Crowe. Oh, shit. Geek boner. Anthony, this movie, mm. are you telling me this movie now has Christian Bale and Russell Crowe in Thor 4? What the fuck's going on Is he going to be the Watcher? Ooh. What? I,
2: know. Oh, I read that he was supposed to be a surprise, but it leaked out, so they just went with Yep, he's in it. Secret Cameo. Um,
0: who do you think it is? What do you think about this?
2: Ah, dude, I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough about the Thor mythos to comment on who they could potentially cherry pick for him. I mean, he's a great actor. I liked him. I liked him in most roles. It's just another it's just another one of those castings for Marvel where they cast a big name actor yeah. or actress in a role and you're like, How the hell do they keep getting these like gladiator. serious actors and actresses to do these dumb marvel movies
0: amazing amazing well, they're Russell Crow needs money so i think, that's-, <laughs> <laughs> you think oh, shit. <laughs> that's a good reason to do things also in this movie matt damon luke hemsworth sam neill uh all of the uh guardians of the galaxy all of everyone who's been in thor movies uh should be a lot of fun fuck it's crazy rugs who do you think he's playing?
1: i don't know i mean i feel <laughs> like it's gonna be some kind of like space guy but i, I have no idea exactly
0: He's going to play Noah and tell everyone
1: there's a flood coming. That's my I mean, guess. I feel like he's got to be somebody like really substantially like like a watcher or something like that. I, you don't want to would...
0: just waste the Russell Crowe on like the well, random dude buying pizza.
2: <laughs> he's <laughs> just going to be a guy. <laughs> he's just, well, they kind of did that with Matt Damon. He was just yeah. Loki standing.
0: Yeah, he's the, act, the acting. So apparently the whole ad- acting troupe will be in this movie again. That's kind of fun. Okay, let's move on to uh, the DC Universe side of things. Big trailer released earlier this week. It is James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. It is a, not just any trailer. It's a Red Band trailer. Uh, and that means there's lots of violence and swearing. And I fucking love this. Anthony, start us off. What did you think, James Gunn's
2: versions of the Suicide Squad? One, it's got to be better than the original. It can't that, be worse. That movie was not good. know
1: yeah, yes. nowhere to go but up. A-
2: That's right. <laughs> I I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was. It, it felt like the Suicide Squad comics that I've read in yeah. the past, or the Secret Six stuff, where it's just this goofy team. You know, they're not really holding back on violence or swearing. Yep. I think I think this is right up James Gunn's alley. I think that he should probably do really well with this, and they have a, a very fun cast and a very fun grouping of supervillains teaming up. So
0: colorful, great chemistry. I love the tone, the humor of this. Rugs, what would you think? What stuck out to you? I was just whelmed by it. Oh, just well because huh? it's like it's what
1: I expect from James Gunn. It's not like oh, there's something new. Like so, I was just like, oh, this is what I thought it would be, and. uh it looks fine. It looks good. I wasn't like like oh my god! Did you see that? I mean, the way the shark looks is weird to me. King, I
0: think King Shark. Lo- I love King Shark now on all the different versions. I mean, I like that Flash. he's ripping
1: people up to shreds
0: and eating them. That's oh, he's funny. ripping! And you know, he is voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, that's kind of Get that's kind of cute.
1: That's fantastic. I love it. Uh, Staro is interesting because he Star- does. Yes. I was wondering when they're gonna, like, oh, they're gonna bust out Starro
0: for this. Dude, they, I love the line where he's like, we got a freaking kaiju up in this shit. Starro. They're using Starro, the first uh, uh a bad guy from the very first issue of Justice League number one. I never thought I would see Starro in a movie. This yeah, it's like
1: one of the most lamest kaiju I could think Yeah, of. it's a slow
0: starfish. What does he even do? I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sure that they've, they have some <laughs> tricks in there to make him cool, but like, uh, yeah, it's interesting. It is kind of like silly and funny and fun, but so I'm looking forward to the the fun aspect, but as I said, I wasn't like bowled over. I don't know. I was just like, all right, cool. Like it looks like it's going to be fun.
0: Well, I love really you got James Gunn, uh, his seventies aesthetic with the choice of music, Steely Dan's dirty work. I'm a fool to do your dirty work, which is perfectly in line with, you know, Amanda Waller, Viola Davis putting bombs in their heads. Uh, I have grown to love Joel Kinneman. Can we just talk about Joel Kinnaman for a second? He's playing Rick Flagg. He is in that Apple TV Plus show for all mankind. Uh, and he's really good in that. And well, like, I- he was in Altered Carbon, and he was fine in that. Oh yeah, he was pretty good in
2: that too. And I, what's well, good? He's gonna be. You think he's gonna be good in this? Because he was pretty vanilla in the last one. I
0: thought uh, similar to Joel Edgerton. I get them confused. Joel Kinnaman and the Joel. They're kind of generic. Also, the well, gy- he's a giant Courtney. dude. Yes, he's For, great though.
1: He's like six foot something, and uh, he was RoboCop. Oh, Joel was, Kinnaman
0: was RoboCop. Yeah, he was he
1: fucking is, RoboCop. I like in that PG thirteen bullshit of a movie that yeah, they that's made, bullshit. like he was fucking RoboCop.
0: RoboCop should never be PG thirteen. No, uh, I love seeing Weasel lick the glass. Pete Davidson. Hopefully, he dies first. It's so weird <laughs> to see him in here. Oh,
2: I think hit. I think John Cena will be your your star out of the this
0: peacemaker film. well he's getting a spin-off so we know he survives unless no, they did say it was a sequel so maybe we don't know hmm. um but i love king shark going hand i have one <laughs>
2: just a minor thing okay. i would have liked to have seen will smith back
0: oh deadshot but you got you got Bloodsport. he's like oh, mean, he's like deadshot what, you
2: got, oh because it's another black guy we can he's only have like
0: one? deadshot it's similar <laughs> they have got the one red eye they do the same shit i don't even know who Bloodsport is
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, we got the blood sport, we got the Well, we got the we got the
0: surrogate for will Smith. They can't afford the Will Smith. That's the problem.
2: I would have liked to have seen Will Smith in in a more competently directed film. Cause I actually I liked Will Smith in yeah. shot. Yeah, he's
0: great dead shot. I love this has uh dick jokes. They got dick jokes. It's always good.
2: Oh well, yeah, we eat a bag dick of jokes. dicks.
0: And there's apparently like it looks like there's two teams, like Nathan Fillion's character is on one team, and then maybe they all die, and then there's like another team. And now post uh, Birds of Prey, is it uh, is Harley Quinn like now a vigilante fighting crime because after what happened, and now everyone, you know, she's
2: broken up with the Joker. Well the opening scene is yeah. a saver, and she's just She's standing there, she's like, What are you
0: guys doing here? <laughs> I love that. I, I go back that, in. I thought that was so good. <laughs> she's like, Oh, you guys came to save me. Like, it's so sweet. I loved it. I loved the tone, I loved all of it. I can't wait this. When does this fucking come out? Uh, August
2: August 6th.
0: August 6th, 2021 on HBO Max and in select theaters. Uh, I have some follow-up uh, reports about uh, the Zack Snyder's Justice League there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay. some interesting... Uh, We're still talking about oh, it. Oh, no, yeah. You're gonna be talking about this for, for a long time, I have a feeling. Like I said, I don't think this is going away. You so, are. we all know there is a lot of slow motion... In Zack Snyder's four hour Justice League, somebody crunched the numbers. Oh, shit. and somebody being the website IGN, here's exactly how much slow motion is in Zack Snyder's movie oh. 24 minutes and seven seconds, uh, with a th- out of four hours is in slow motion. That's about 10% of the movie, all right? Oh, so uh, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about these stats. On the one hand, 25 minutes is a lot of fucking slow motion, Zack Snyder. Ah. On the other hand, it's just 10% of the movie. Surely that's not that much. 10% is not going to uh, interfere too much. I mean, it's a lot of slow-mo. It really
1: is. Yeah.
2: I, mean, it's still I, minutes. I don't
1: think they should cut it all out But I would say cut half of it
2: You could shorten the movie by half an hour there I still think I, The movie the movie could be easily trimmed to. There's the best version of that movie Is around 3 hours Between 2 hours 45 minutes And 3.15
0: I think this is a great exercise For a film editing class All you have to do is take that movie And your job is to trim it down And keep the aesthetic And keep the pacing and improve it but trim it down oh, as, I guarantee as you, so there's as you people can. doing it right oh, now. Oh, I, I am happening. sure. I want that. I, cut. I
2: watched. I follow this YouTuber Nando versus movie, yeah. and he was like basically said the same thing. Just he goes, take it and cut. My favorite up. version of this film yep. is whatever film student decides to chop yep. it up into a two hour 45 minute movie that's digestible for, like that could potentially get released in the theater easily that'll be the best you version. could
0: that would be a great exercise you would really learn a lot about it'd editing. be great and if joss like, whedon just did it <laughs> Oh,
1: shit. oh shit. he's like hey i saw the
0: uh, movie and i what? just i fixed it again let me fix this for you again zach yeah is a way to you. get
1: back into like everyone's good graces <laughs>
0: Goss is like, Zach, you forgot to to put the Russian family at the end, Zach. Goss is like, (laughs) you forgot, you you know, silly sexual jokes. Let me fix this for you. Uh, Well, look, with all the hubbub around this Justice League, like we said, fans are going to be talking about this for a long time. Who is going to be talking about this a long time? The the army of fans that got this done, hashtag restore the oh, tra- had like a million tweets the other day. Like it got huge, and now apparently uh, the restore the sniderverse supporters have started review bombing Godzilla vs. Kong, a movie, mind you, made by the same fucking yeah. studio, oh, shit. right? Because they are mad that Warner Brothers has ditched the Zack Snyder verse. Does this make any goddamn sense? Oh, they
1: want to punish.
0: Yes. WB Doesn't, But yes, but this yeah. is the same studio you want to make they, the fucking. They want
2: to push WB. Yeah, they're punishing them so that every movie gets bad reviews. But if people until, know,
1: people know that they're review bombing it, then no right. one's going to care.
2: And like I, I, I read they made that article a couple of years ago, but they had like review bombed it really hard, and it was like. We dropped it down like three points. No, oh, it didn't maybe. do anything. It didn't really. <sighs> it didn't W's do enough. Wasting your time. Uh, I
0: yeah. thought that was interesting. The other interesting thing is I have this article I'll put in the show notes from this website called Small Screen, and uh, this guy kind of gives you uh the inside in this civil war that's kind of happening right now between Warner Media and HBO Max because of the Snyderverse. Basically, here's the two sides. HBO Max, the, the the people over there are Team Snyderverse, right? They want to
2: Well, oh, yeah, I'm sure they got a ton of subscriptions. Yes, they're looking it. at
0: the numbers. They want WB to let Zach do whatever he wants now for HBO Max. Continue this alternate Snyderverse. On the other side, you have Warner Media. Uh they are Team Hamada verse. Walter Hamada's vision, which is you know, we've seen beyond, they want to move past the Zack Snyder universe. They tried to set up uh, the flash movie and their solo movies. Uh, so there right now is a kind of a big civil war struggle going on. It's kind of interesting.
1: I heard that the Snyder cut had a lot of views to f- for the fact that it was four hours long. It, yeah. Like, it, it should have gotten half the views that Wonder Woman did, right? It's so and I it, think it made all, and I think it did more than half of what Wonder Woman. So that means like a lot
0: of people watch this four hour fucking movie. That's a yeah, big, that's a big sell right there. Yeah, I mean like we've I, we've said it. There is still a world where his fans can maybe get this done again and have more Snyder It's you think it's possible? I don't know.
2: I wouldn't have predicted this movie would come out, so right? I'm not going to make any predict. I'm I'm open to anything at this point with this. Well, with look, this fandom.
1: if there is enough of a demand for it, and it is financially in their interest, like I mean, seventy million for a uh, a lock, yeah, on your uh, streaming platform, it,
0: it seemed like a pretty good, pretty good spend, right? So it may be a smart move for. Warner Brothers to let Zach kind of build a DC universe on HBO Max? Would that be confusing? Because I was. I'd think about enjoyed. this. This
1: was as big of a launch as
0: huge a, a new movie.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. So oh, yeah. you don't yeah. see that. So they got the same juice from yeah. a movie that yeah. everyone's seen. Yeah. Just think about that. That's crazy. Yeah.
2: for, a and, and time. for the most part, yeah. the buzz out of the movie has been pretty positive, despite the four hours.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's talk about a movie that is coming out. Very exciting next week. Geek Booner. March thirty first. Godzilla next week or oh, this week when this sorry this week when yeah, the show I, when the show debuts this yeah. movie will oh, be. Oh no, out. it's the day the show comes out. Fuck, I forgot what day is it. Everyone will have seen it. <laughs> Where <laughs> we am switched I? to Mondays yes.
2: and. We to avoid this mess and WB fucks us.
0: (laughs) And they put it out on fucking, well, Wednesday, we will have full review next week. It's going to be great. But this movie already opened overseas that, as we mentioned last week, it has made already one hundred and twenty two million dollars overseas, 70 million in fucking China alone. Wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. Indeed.
2: Uh, In this era, this is the, it's the it's the best I think by like by far by far that the, Tenet was fifty something million. Over,
0: yes, international. Yes, you're right. Yeah. One, so people are ready and they want to see these guys fucking duke it out. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, right now the movie only has 108 reviews. It's at 80. percent
2: Wow. <laughs> no, all the, I mean all the major like people I follow yeah. are giving it like a, a strong thumbs up. Thumbs up. I I think. The pandemic, yeah. might have helped. Yeah, because the buzz off the King of the Monsters was not good, but then there's just been delay, and now people are just so starved. And you just throw—I mean, at the end of the day, those trailers have been good. They've been really good. And it's Godzilla, and it's Kong, and it's like turn off your brain, yeah. have the best time. Fuck yeah! With this movie. Yeah.
0: Like- yeah. And um,
1: <laughs> it trended. It got memed out. Like people were making memes of the big monkey stuff, and you know, and so. I feel like it's gotten into the mainstream. Finally, it's this niche thing that we've always it's loved. Too, but it's two big names, man. Yeah, it has has now kind of broken out because of Kong being involved. Of of course. I'm going to go see it in the theater. This is my first wow. movie back shit. over. What was the last over a year? Obviously, like Anthony went to the theater to see some Oscar shit, but I'm going back. <laughs> Godzilla. <laughs> that's the movie that's getting me back
2: uh, in the Yeah, that'll that'll do and, it. I mean, that, you know that that's the type of movie that would get people back. I and,
0: think that's what's happening, and you need to see this on a big screen. And, I feel like that it has to be seen on a big screen. Yeah.
2: Every
1: review says see it on the big screen. Yeah. See it on oh. the big wow. screen. Yeah.
2: So. By the way, I just want to point out, I sense some like enthusiasm in Rug Whoa, Boy's voice, which they, is not oh, often. Shit. That we oh, sent yeah. some Just
1: want to point that out. I don't know if the movie's going to be great. I don't think it's <laughs> going to be great. I just it's think be
2: Citizen Kane. What are you talking I, about?
1: I, but from what I've read, <laughs> the right, There's at least three big fight scenes, and uh, if they, as long as that, they don't do the stupid shit where they like focus on the human characters and the fights going on in the background, and they, I want it to be center stage. And whenever the action, as long as that happens, I don't care how lame the story is because I know it's going to suck. I just want to see it. Now, the thing that I'm also excited about is that for the first time, there's people looking at this in a positive light. Mm -hmm. We thought the MonsterVerse was dead and it could still be dead, but there's a chance. There's like a chance that they're going to hit him with the fucking paddles and fucking get some electric juice in there and revive this fucking dead franchise, and I'm excited for the future if that does happen, because this thing could go anywhere. Like, at the end of this movie, we're going to see some fucked up, crazy shit, and we're going to possibly in the next, if this continues, they could go all over the place. This could be some wacky-ass shit. So, I don't know. It's kind of exciting that, Things could happen. You know, it it is it's fun. It's an underdog thing. You, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, "Oh, this movie's been like this whole franchise has been a fucking train wreck and there's a chance for it to shine and finally fucking do get its due," I guess. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm with you. I mean, I think I've been a been a Godzilla fan obviously forever. Yeah. As a kid, you grow up, you watch it, and you think it's the greatest thing in the world. Then you grow up and you realize oh man, that was it's still fun like it's, there's still nostalgia, but man that like a, the world does not think the same way that I think about this franchise. <laughs> and then you have you know the the stop and starts with tri stars Godzilla, and now this you know the first one in 2014 was solid. there was a lot of hype into King of the Monsters amongst like Godzilla fans. It didn't really translate the movie didn't do as well, and it was like Rugg said, I think it was kind of dead. At that point but they luckily they were already filming godzilla versus kong so they had to make it and this year and just the buzz i mean this is like your favorite like i would, I would put it like your favorite band that's like about to make it potentially and godzilla versus kong is there they're on the precipice of doing some really cool things and i can't help but be excited i don't anyone that's coming into this and being like man this is gonna suck i don't i don't want to see that i'm like i just don't understand that viewpoint this is like the thing that we all liked and has been the underdog forever and now it's like getting spotlight we've
1: been burned before so we know that we can't really you know make this big bet and and let it ride we always have to kind of have like one one foot on the ground you know
2: (laughs) yeah i think i'm just riding it because this might be if this bombs and it's the last oh boy for a bit for a bit for a bit i think i mean you're not going to get another american version and then at the end of the day, you, you might get some good Japanese stuff, but it's what do they put like fifteen million dollars behind? Yeah, it? it's you're not going to say. I mean, budget. the reviews
1: are in, and they and for the most Fucking part, they they're, they're positive, right? That's yeah. what I would say. Yeah, that's, so, that's why I'm, I'm
0: pumped. So it, it it does bode well.
2: I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. Yep. So
0: I'm going in there expecting great battles and really dumb human parts in between. I'm just going to expect it's going to be stupid. I'm going to have fun laughing at how dumb. The people parts are, and then get back to the fuck because it hey, looks that's
2: gorgeous. Like, that's like ninety five yeah, percent that's of Godzilla the movies. For the anyway.
0: So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's all I'm expecting. Can I make a parallel here? Yes. I
2: mean, these these
1: are obvious ones. You know, Michael Bay movies. Yeah,
0: same and thing. Fast and the Furious. Yeah, same thing. Like yeah. people yeah. have
1: learned to like not give a fuck Show about me the, the story right. and just want to see Vin Diesel and The Rock fucking fly through the air on fire and shit. So. If that's what you have to do if that's what they've made this franchise into is fast and the furious with monsters
0: okay like i'm it's mean, not the worst thing
1: it could be you know that's a great
2: point
0: uh so other interesting news that came out just today the director of this movie first of all i think it'd be like the king of the monsters made the least amount of money this already looks better than king of the oh Monsters. oh my god i
1: just saw this headline and i was just like Oh, I never, I didn't hear about this. This is dude, brand new.
0: Adam Wingard, Godzilla versus Kong director, is going to be directing the Thundercats movie for Warner Brothers. Geek, Warner. Holy yeah. shit! I love this. Apparently,
2: apparently, they're really happy with what he did with Godzilla. Yeah, and dude. And he, it says
0: here he's going to do a combination of CGI and uh, live action. And, this is all you guys, dude. Basically, if this is like, even if it's Mortal Kombat bad, I don't care. Geek, I'm going to fucking love this. Show me a. Live action. It's about time.
1: This movie I, I thought please. would be unfilmable. Yes. <laughs> until I saw Avatar. Yep. Absolutely. And then after I saw Avatar, I was like, maybe you there's do a world where Thundercats can happen. Fuck yeah. And now that the Marvel Universe has passed and we've had like Rocky, Rocket Raccoon. and
0: Snarf, snarf, snarf. And,
1: and we've had, uh, you know. <laughs> snarf. We've had all these CG characters that we all love. And, uh. Yeah, I think that there's there's a place in the world for Thundercats. Finally, so awesome! That was exciting. Fucking, so I'm, this is good. I like yeah. this. I mean, I don't know if I haven't seen Godzilla versus Kong. I don't know if it's good, and but I, it bodes maybe, well.
0: It bodes well for his directing. Like they, they liked what he did, yeah. so they're like, "You want to do Thundercats?" He's, and apparently, he's a big fan of fucking Thundercats, which <laughs> I think he's a big fan of
2: Godzilla. So I love that. From from what I read, I think all the reviews I've read is that like you know the the mo- they get they don't. They cut to the chase, they get to the monster action, the humans are bearable. And I think I think he came from a horror background. Yeah. But I, th- yeah. I believe that Warner Brothers, the vibe I'm getting is that they were just impressed with being him being able to take a big franchise and like not not fuck it up. <laughs> just kind of like do it right, do it okay, just make it make it good. Don't put your don't put too much of your personality in it because you're an ass.
1: <laughs> he did two horror two kind of horror movies. Like one's an action movie called The Guest. About a guy who's, like, fucked up and stays with a family and then kind of, like, beats up this kid's bullies and shit and, like, like breaks their arms and shit and really violent. And the other one is called You're Next, where it's about a girl who turns the tables on people who are trying to kill her. And, and it's... Uh, Have you very, seen these? Yeah, I've seen oh, them. How, how, like how them? are they? Yeah. I like them both, but I like them both for being, like... Low budget movies. Ah. Mm. So like I, I measure them by a completely <laughs> different standard. And
2: then he gets so, two
0: hundred million dollars, make a fucking Godzilla. Yeah, it's crazy. But you never know. That's crazy. So we'll see how much money well, John
2: hate John Bellotti hates him because he says you know or um too often. So Ooh, just, Win- just Wingard? Wingard? guard? yeah
0: no. um, <laughs> he's got crutch words uh you know, you know, know, I like, yeah you know i you don't know, know what i edit podcasts everybody fucking says that okay let's let's just put it out there everybody the people says that don't
2: say it i'm very impressed when when i see someone speaking live and they don't say it and they're speaking off the cuff
1: well i think if you're i think if you're like looking that much into someone's cadence that you really fucking hate them like you like, like okay. How much more can I judge a person? I don't like his mustache. I hate the rhythm shirt of his sucks.
0: voice. The sound of his voice is horrible. Yeah, so- he probably
1: <laughs> he probably drinks Pepsi, and I hate Pepsi. You know, let me let
0: me ask you guys this: How much money do you think Godzilla makes? Now they're gonna have a five day opening weekend. This weekend in a pandemic to compare last weekend Bob Odenkirk's R-rated action revenge thriller Nobody uh, made 6.7 million dollars domestically as more theaters are opening I think this movie is going to mm, make a lot tough. more
2: I it's, just, it's so th-
1: I'm
0: going to say 20 million mm.
2: I'm going to be conservative and say 15 to 20 million as well
0: yeah. Tom and Jerry made like 12 13 and people were surprised <laughs>
2: Well then okay, so time, and, and things are opening up more. Yeah. So
0: let's go twenty yeah, tw- I'd say twenty,
2: 20 to thirty. 30. Let's
1: see. So that'll probably take this up to like about two hundred million. Very, well, quickly. I, I read
2: I read the projection like internationally, including America, it's like somewhere between like three hundred million, right?
0: It's gonna make as much King of the Monsters. That's how much King of the Monsters <laughs> and the first two movies made over five hundred million dollars. King of the and Monsters did not
2: You don't know how much they you know, how many subscribers they might have drawn to HBO. I mean, I think this is already Barring like the movie just being a complete bomb and these reviews just not being correct. Right. I think this is already a huge success for the franchise. Absolutely. I think HBO Max is like very they got to be very pleased. So do you with think that this, this is
1: going to cause the monster verse to continue?
2: Well, the only thing I'm kind of um trying to figure out is what's the deal with Toho? Like I, weren't people saying that Godzilla's rights go up after this? Is this is the last or? one you
0: guys said. I thought
2: is that I don't know. I I've, I've only heard that from people. I have never read anywhere that that's not the case.
0: I don't know for sure,
1: but I think that when once you get a nice fat check, you could yeah. uh, negotiate the deals right. back on.
2: Right, and I don't think Toho Toho could ever release a film on their own in America that would make this kind of money. So I think maybe they'll they could be strange bedfellows for a lot longer. Like
1: if they if this all of a sudden you know ignites the public and everybody's into it. They're not going to leave money
0: on the table, are they? Absolutely not. No, they can't. I mean, I think it'll get subscribers for HBO Max. The
2: the the buzz what, is what's good. What's the uh, What's the other? What's like the next thing they could inject that would make this even bigger? Is there another monster? Is this it? That's that's the Where do other. Where you go question. after Kong? Because like because like Freddy versus Jason, you could be like you could throw in Michael Myers. You could throw in does Kong Pinhead. does
1: Kong spin off? Well, I you know what? Like I think that one of the things that. Um, Legendary was trying to do is trying to come up with that. What is that? The what is the like the Thanos of, uh um, right. you know? And Ghidorah is you bring back Ghidorah. Ghidorah is is kind of the thing, but Kong is also the thing. So I think that I don't know. They can start. They could do a crossover Pacific Rim. That's the next thing that I think. Oh that they shit! Do. That's the that's oh, the one I'm thinking about. Because like even Get like Fast and Furious, right? Oh, and they go. Shit
2: we got we throwing in the rock and then like this one they're going we're throwing in John Cena yeah. like we always have more people yeah. we could throw in so we got to think of the monsters that they could keep throwing in to keep this going maybe you go to like old folklore monsters cool. too yeah like the loch ness monster or like fucking I don't know the Kraken. Oh
1: Ooh. yeah,
0: do some
2: like crazy mythological. shit. Oh, mythological, yeah. mythological, yeah. little shit.
1: action in there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Do the old like Cthulhu. Ray Harryhausen yeah. um, stop motion animation <laughs> monsters That's fun. centaurs and go? shit. Ah, ah. I mean, if you, they got milk it. Let's go. Why not?
0: I'll be fun to review. I'm more excited for this Thundercats movie now. Just fuck this movie. I, Give me the next one. You just get the
2: Marshmallow Man in there. Oh yeah, he can <laughs>
0: fight. He can play. And roast him like a marshmallow in his breath. That'd be fantastic. What? What if?
2: Are they going to do cats level CGI? Oh
0: I God, of? I hope. Oh, imagine Thundercats <laughs> looks like cats. No, Why? Blame. No
1: fuck Thundercats. That, this
0: is how you do Thundercats. They look badass.
1: <laughs> Thundercats has to be practical effects. Yeah. Alright, like with like, you know, people but then they have to like they use practical effects, but then they use CG to enhance it. Like there was this show, um, I forgot what it was called, but it was Is it, this
2: one of these B movies? No, it was, had it, had on, it was it was, was on, on T V. <laughs> they had aliens,
1: but the aliens were like they would do shit with CGI to make the make the prosthetics look uh cooler. oh they would
0: enhance the prosthetics. Yeah, so they make the eyes
1: blink. Well they, and they did would, that like, with the
0: Deadpool's mask and stuff. Yeah, little we'll CGI like on that. top. Yeah, so I think that that's the way to go. Uh, Well, they, and also, Anthony, they wear clothes. The Thundercats wear clothes, it's not going to be an issue. They're showing uh, that. Yeah. Uh, so those commercials, you guys, they've been spoilery. I've been trying to avoid them on because they look like they're showing everything.
2: Don't, don't get on YouTube because I w- I looked up the wrong video oh, no. and I started seeing Uh-oh. like clips of the ending. Oh no!
0: Yeah, it looks like they're giving yeah. everything away in these fucking. Well, oh, it got
2: released early internationally, so people who were in the theaters like record screen grabbing yeah, stuff. It's gonna
0: get pirated. It's in China. I can't wait. Uh, but watch it. Watch it after you listen to this, or before on the day this comes out. Uh, two real quick DC casting and uh talent news is Dame Helen Marin. Well, we talk about Marvel getting some top Dame. top talent, top uh, you know, legendary talent. Dame Helen Marin joining the DC universe. She has been cast in the Shazam sequel, Shazam Fury of the Gods, as the villain Hespera, uh from Greek mythology. Cool. So she's gonna be the she's gonna be the bad guy. They got Helen Marin and and DC Films. Anthony, this one's for you. DC mm. Films has got Oscar-nominated buzzworthy Emerald Fennell of Promising Young Woman fame to write the Zatanna movie. Geek boner. Write it. Uh, just to write it.
1: It's just going to be a movie about Zatanna killing a bunch of people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, she's, I mean, Promising Young Woman is a a wild movie, so... Yeah, I still gotta see yeah, it. I still gotta see it, definitely should check that but
0: out. But I like this move. Warner Brothers getting smart, kind of like Marvel, grabbing hot, young, new talent That's she's clearly talented, and, and they love her. There was two movies that Anthony said that were wild. There was that
1: I one, and one. I care a lot. I care a lot. Oh, I care a lot. That's the second one. I watched... I care a lot. Did you watch I watched it?
0: that one last night. It's fucking great. Oh, my God. The twists <laughs> and turns in this fucking movie.
1: Shit, I gotta Isn't, watch it now.
2: Isn't it the, uh, like... Uh, just a head-on collision by two unstoppable yes, forces. Yes, it's a roller coaster. Yeah. The
0: music's great. It's really well directed, well paced, and uh, Dinklage and Rosamund I have my Puck-
2: issues with it, but it's. I mean, it's it's a it's in Nam. It's you can't get your eyes. The off end is a little watch
0: bit watch clunky. I'll give it that, but the fucking flow from the beginning.
2: Well, then and the protagonist is just a completely irredeemable person. Yes,
0: but it hooks it, <laughs> uh, it. hooks you from the beginning, like really the, uh, well. Well, start. T- well t- two done.
2: movies I would recommend as wild. Now I got to watch Promising Young Woman.
0: Anyway, she's writing the so, uh, whatever that happens, we're going to get a Zatanna. What do you which... got for Zatanna? I mean, Zatanna is like their Wanda, really, right? She's their witch. She's their big witch. Who would you cast? Zatanna. Mm, I don't know. Young. I don't know. Uh,
2: Who would I cast? She's been on... Alexandra Daddario. Oh,
0: that would be great. Or uh, Anna de I just Armas. Think she's hot. What about Anna de Armas? Oh, that's a Ana good one. I like Anna de Armas.
2: Was she the one in Uncut Gems? Yeah. Uh, oh, no. She... Not Uncut Gems. Uh, uh, Dives, Dives Out. Dives Out. Yes. Yeah. Dives Out. I'm going. She's good. Yeah, kidding. I'm going her. Hmm. Zatanna is like a a funky character because she's in a lot of like kid stuff and does a lot of adult stuff. And her father is... What's her father's
0: name? It's another Z. Zatara. Zatara and Zatanna. But she's done a lot with Constantine and fucking crazy magic stuff in the DC. So she's important. They had a relationship. I've always loved Zatanna because sometimes she's in like Sandman, Vertigo shit. Sometimes she's in superhero shit. Justice League Dark.
2: They should just... Get that? Was Serita Swan was Satana in Smallville? Oh, no, no, oh
0: yes, do yes that. she was. She's yes that she was. That was Swan was in Smallville. Mm. She was also Medusa
2: and uh, in humans.
0: Right? Oh, that's her. No, don't get her. No, I don't no, know. Don't do that. After after that, Medusa with hey, let's I want, cut off her hair in this TV show. Great idea. What do you do? I think ah. that the girl from uh, The Witcher should be should be as oh, She's already a witch. That, that, that girl. That girl smoking hot too. The girl with the hump. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What? You never see Anthony. You never seen a girl with a hump this sexy. I guarantee you, you've never ah, seen. She's she's amazing looking. Holy like. shit! And you see her like just bone uh, fucking what's his name naked with a hump, and you're like that girl has a hump, but she's fucking sexy. I think I think that she's like half Indian too. Yes, probably. yes, she's got a great exotic look. I do love that girl. She'd be good for this too. Uh listener, get some swag. You can find podcast merch, Jock and nerd t-shirts, mugs, all sorts of fun stuff at our shop, joc slash shop. It's our tea public store where we have masks and uh stickers, magnets, a bunch of fun stuff. Show the world you listen to this dumbass show. Jock and nerd. Put it on your face and chest. Jock com slash shop. Last thing in the news, guys, we uh mentioned earlier San Diego Comic-Con a few weeks ago, and we mentioned they have canceled their traditional Summer convention. their huge fucking convention for a virtual event. Makes sense. We're still in the pandemic. They just uh, recently announced that they're still going to have an in-person event. What? In <laughs> November, San Diego Comic-Con International is doing a three-day in-person event. Friday, November 26th through Sunday, November 28th thanksgiving weekend oh shit now they released this news late saturday evening at 9 p.m that's a fucking red flag right there you don't release big news saturday at 9 p.m because they immediately got a bunch of fucking criticism of course online you know and the primary criticism being look we families didn't get to see each other last thanksgiving now you want us to spend it at a comic book convention this Thanksgiving. This is the busiest travel time of How the dare year. You? Yes, a lot of pearl clutching. They did uh, respond to this, but before I let you know what they said, what do you guys think of this uh, idea? I, Bringing I feel this like back, they're in trying November?
1: to be optimistic, but it's you know it's probably not going to work out. <laughs> uh,
2: Thanksgiving? Would you go, Anthony? In person? Yes, in person in San Diego Comic Con. It All depends. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Thanksgiving is. I mean, Thanksgiving is on a Thursday. You yeah, the whole yeah. weekend. Yeah, it's nice in San Diego in November.
0: Yeah, it's not cold and shit. Yeah. Why not? Uh, so yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Because is it outside?
2: No, no it's, it's not areas. gonna be outside. It's gonna
0: be at the fucking place. All right. Yeah, that's all right. In response, they uh, they answered back saying things like, "We, you know, they have attended many conventions over the holiday weekend. It is it is Thanksgiving. Uh, also, they are intending this to be a slow return and kind of just for more local people, who are who, people that it's easier to get to San Diego, kind of a gradual comeback, you know, not a huge event. And then at the end in this article, they're even like, we're not even sure if it's going to be feasible in November. We just wanted to get ahead of this, put this out there. It may not happen still, ah. so they don't know. But I think it's interesting uh, that they think it could happen. I don't think I'm. Not, I don't think I would be ready to go to a convention. I don't
2: know. November? That's a long time from now.
0: That is, and I would be va- fully vaccinated by then. So I'll be like, what the fuck! I should give, go wherever I want now,
2: right? Yeah. So I mean, I if, you're, if you're vaccinated, I feel like if you're not going to go out when you're vaccinated, then. You might not ever go out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean,
0: and yeah, I don't know. It's probably not going to be a huge thing, but uh, if as long as you
1: keep wearing a mask and you watch your social distancing and stuff, I think. Let's. I would see. probably have be mo- if I was vaccinated. I'd probably be more likely to want to do something.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So that may that may actually work out well. Well, well, look, let's see. It's been over a year. When Black Widow comes out, it'll have been over two fucking years. Oh, shit. Uh, between Marvel movies. Just think about that. That's crazy. Listener, you think about that as we take a break and play some promos. and We're going to come back and talk about episode two of Falcon and Winter Soldier right after this.
2: After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, Peter here from How Do I Jump? We are an independent news, media, and entertainment outlet dedicated to bringing you all that's hot and fresh in the video game world with a definite focus on indie games. Our podcast, The Weekly Jump, rounds up all those gaming headlines and stories into a fun and entertaining hour for your informative enjoyment. Find us on Spreaker, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. For ad-free podcasts and bonus content, head to patreon.com slash howdoijump. To learn more, visit HowDoIJump.com. Transmission commencing. This is Wookie Radio. Translated for
0: the Wookiee parent. I like that Wookiee.
2: Your hosts, Ken,
1: Derek, and Mike, bring you the latest news and commentary from the far reaches of the galaxy. Uh, hold it. Hold it. I said hold it.
0: Subscribe today on iTunes and Stitcher. I just assumed it's a Wookiee. Start listening today, and remember, the Force will be with you.
2: Always.
0: Listener, if you enjoy the show and you want more show and you want to support, you want to send your love, your uh, send a tip over, join our fan club. Visit jocknerd.com slash Patreon. Jocknerd. And for as little as $3 a month, you get access to an exclusive RSS feed with tons of bonus bullshit, bonus content every week going up all the time. For example, there's an actual sports show.
2: Their bottom is is very weak.
0: Chaz called Jock Talk. Anthony, new episode of Jock Talk.
2: Yeah, did you get all the audio?
0: It does uh, nine minutes of Chaz's uh, track was missing, so the show just ends. <laughs> I just cut you at the end going, thanks Perfect. for listening, and uh, just kind of abruptly. ends. Yeah, that's... You thought a, that was weird. That's that was why. fun.
2: Good <laughs> job, Cast. This uh, happened
0: again? <laughs> yeah, cast is, uh, cast is having issues. It sir. took a while to
2: upload, and then I was just like, dude, screw it. Let's just try it, and he just left, and then that's yeah, what it's happened. Fi- it's it's fine. Yeah, so we had jog Talk, and then I did... Uh 2 for 1 Wolfwalkers in yeah. another round within one review so.
0: I've not I still want to watch another round. I've watched the Wolf Yeah, that's on Hulu. Wolfwalkers. I, was Wolfwalkers. I like that. Apple TV Plus. Wolfwalkers is good.
2: It's it's the animation is different than what you normally see. It's like a comic book type like hand drawn. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. It's a cute little story.
0: It's this Irish company that makes these uh it's their style you like the Irish Bean animation house. Yeah. He doesn't get his head chopped off.
2: Oh. No. Oh, he's just he's yeah. just a dad. But he's just, just playing a, dad. a nice little dad.
0: And I uh, did a Falcon and Winter Soldier Instant Reaction to Episode 2. Thank you to a uh, new returning Patreon supporter, Bonner Demling. Thank you very much Jockered. for uh, supporting the show. Again, she was gone, but now she came back. Oh, welcome
2: back. Welcome back. Yeah,
0: welcome back. Thank you. Enjoy all the bonus content. Okay, Jockinerd.com slash Patreon for all that good stuff. Let's get into this week's t That's the Falcon and Winter Soldier. All right, oh. Disney Plus, T T Faws. T- spoiler alert!
2: Before we get started, <laughs> does anyone want to get out? <laughs>
0: but, it has to be spoiled. but shouldn't it be because you included the? Oh, there. it should shouldn't be T be- Fatwa's then. T Fatwa's, t- yeah. T- oh, like Fatwa. It should be like I'm gonna call it Fatwa. This week, uh, fatwa is what uh, religious imams, uh, it's like a, a holy what? Uh, Islamic imam, it's a holy oh. decree to kill the person. Like they put a fatwa on Salman Rushdie after he wrote that book, which nobody read. They were just Ooh, mad that he wrote a book really about the Yeah, fatwa. So this week on fatwa, there's a fatwa out against me, I'm pretty sure. I've run into some people, I've pissed them off, so. Anyways, Falcon and Winter Soldier okay. Episode Two. It's called the And this Star- is the last show ever. Ah, ah, they're gonna find me. Isis is gonna find me. Uh the Star Spangled Man. That's the title of this. You gotta say it like that. Man. Star Spangled Man. Uh Anthony, what happens in chapter two of six of uh Fatwas?
2: <laughs> uh this episode we meet what's his name? John Walker. John Walker. We get Walker. a little bit of background on John Walker we see why he's become chosen we figure that out and then falcon and winter soldier because of him being chosen get together they go on a mission to infiltrate the flag smashers they get into some trouble john walker and his sidekick try to help them out there's a lot of tension. they got to go see some they got to see a therapist again (laughs) meaning falcon and winter soldier we learned about the history of Captain America and Super Soldiers, and it's a little yeah. bit darker than we thought. Fuck yeah. And, um, yeah. And at by the end, they got to go meet an old villain. A L-
0: lot of new characters introduced uh, and fleshed out this episode. I love that this show is about identity, and they're really diving into your personal identity, perceived identity. Uh, we got a lot of that. Anthony, what do you think overall?
2: I'm not, like, completely blown away. Like mm. I'm not, like... As hooked as I was for WandaVision, but mm-hmm. that being said, I think there's still very strong potential for this show. I really, the the most interesting aspect for me is the Isaiah, his name Isaiah Bradley.
0: Isaiah Bradley. Yeah,
2: oh, I re, I really like the fuck. the idea of there being a Captain America that was black and was kind of shunned, like kind of like the Tuskegee experiments. Yep, yep. yep. And it, it's, it's there's a lot of parallels to black people fighting in wars and then coming back to a country that didn't really give a shit about them anyways. That's, yeah, getting... So, like, I like that aspect. I like the the way that makes Sam kind of struggle with what being Captain America really means as a black man. So all those things I really enjoy. The, I gotta admit, the quippy banter between the two, I didn't really like it as much. Oh, I thought the chemistry is pretty good. I think they have good chemistry. I just found it to be, like, a little over the top in terms of, like every single second they're around each other they're gonna like try to like even in the middle of missions they're gonna be yeah. like fuck you no fuck you fuck you, you." my suck. favorite
1: part was when red wing went down
2: oh, and tried fuck. to hit him in the head <laughs> and I that was hilarious a
0: moment of silence for fucking red wing killed in action brutally <laughs> yeah. by the fucking girl i was but, like o- overall oh, no? I,
2: overall, i did like it and, and i'll kind of cue up rugs i think they're purposely setting up john walker to be like the most punchable person in the world. So.
0: so, Ruggs, let's start there. We learn more about John Walker. Do we like him now? Does the humanization I mean- work... I think he would have been
1: better instead of making him like this, like decorated soldier, yeah, that, like that has all these abilities. It'd be funny if he was just a guy that was really good at like ultimate frisbee. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd be the perfect oh, yeah. Captain America. You come over here and get this suit on you. You,
0: you throw that frisbee right in that chain net there. That's pretty good. You know, I got a job for you over here. So this guy is the only guy to receive three uh, medals of honor. He is a counterterrorism pro. And they studied his body for some reason, and he does not have the super soldier serum. He's just fucking strong and fast. I don't know. I mean,
1: that's weird. Like, you could, I guess Marvel does this. They make people who are, like, super highly trained, like, look like they're super. Yeah. Like, uh, so I can't, it's hard for me to tell who's super and who's not, because they all seem to be enhanced. Like. Bucky is
0: enhanced, right? Bucky's but, definitely enhanced. Yeah, he's got the serum. He's and running arm. like
1: after a car, like oh, a that sixty was miles great. an hour.
2: Yeah, no, he's got the serum and an arm. That uh, was did John Walker's supposed to be just like, like I guess peak human, but not yeah. enhanced.
1: Now, in the comics, he's actually stronger than Captain America. He's actually hmm. got a different cocktail in him, and he makes a propensity from being more violent
0: um do you think we see that do you think we get there do you think they inject him with something by the end of this uh
1: possibly i mean there's everybody all those other fuckers have got the super soldier serum in there yeah so it'd be interesting to see how that plays out if it's unstable if how long it lasts or maybe makes them older i don't know there's got to be some kind of a a downside to it so because none of these things work
0: he seems like a decent person, right? He's still a little douchey. He's a little smoggy. I still do want to punch him in his face. Without the helmet on, his, his face isn't as bad. But his is that, lips I, is too I, close I, to his nose. That's the problem. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that that helmet fit is not
1: good. They should have gone with a different helmet that fits his face better.
0: Because I was like, oh, his face isn't that bad.
1: I think the chin strap yeah. is bad. And I think that the way that it goes around his ears is bad. It pushes them down and makes them look weird. So they have to redo the helmet. But with that notwithstanding, I think John Walker isn't really a bad guy in the comics. Yeah. all Right. He's just not Steve Rogers. Right. And he's a little bit unstable and kind of goes a little too far.
0: Yeah. We'll see if we get any of that. Uh,
1: He's not like he's not like a bad, bad guy.
2: I, I think they're making him a bad guy, at least for a portion of this, because just the hints alone. The first off, they have the allegory with Battlestar, where it's like the other buddy cop, the government buddy cop, and it's also like another, a black and white. Guy. He comes with his own black sidekick. Kick. Yes, he comes with his own
0: black. Just sidekick. just some of the
2: hints where he goes, "Oh, I just I would love to have Cap's wingmen by my side," and, yeah, he's and just like, oh. And
0: Sam's like, "It's always that last line and fucking right. gets out." And I'm, then at yeah. the
2: end, he's like, "Well, first off, like." he he bails him out so it's like oh he's a good guy but then like you work for me now (laughs) no 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 it was like he he gets their attention by ringing sirens and it's like oh yeah oh dude bad timing (laughs) they just got pulled they just they just sam literally just got pulled over or uh profiled profiled. profiled. and now you're getting their attention with the sirens and then he at the end he's like just stay out of my way then yeah. So, See, I think I think he's gonna they're gonna evolve him where he's gonna meet the power broker who we can talk about. Yeah. And he's gonna want powers because he's not cap and he wants to be cap. And you know, he even says like Steve was like I feel like he was like my brother and it's and Bucky's just like oh my I god. I love
0: Bucky's look on his face was like, You motherfucker. How <laughs> dare like amazing. Like Sebastian Stan is so good at showing this pain and this like trauma. I love that. I love how he does has to do like silly Good Morning America appearances similar to what they had Steve doing uh in the 40s being like a promotional mouthpiece. So that that was a great little touch. Uh yeah, this is going to be interesting. So, Lamar Hoskins, a lot of these people from the comics, also from the comics, Battlestar, he went by the name Bucky for a second in the comics. <laughs> but I do love That's that strange I love that moment where he goes, "I'm Battlestar." And then Bucky's like, Battlestar, stop the truck. It just fucking gets out of the truck. He's like, fucking Battlestar? I'm out of here. This bullshit. Uh, so that was great. Uh, I uh, So Bucky and Sam, they throw them together right away in the beginning. I love that they were not happy to see each other and the conflict between them. It's not bad. It's, uh, Bucky doesn't understand why Sam won't take the shield. And Sam didn't really answer in the therapy session. <laughs> What, why, you know?
2: You know, I, I... I. There were some parts where I, like, enjoyed it. I think just what stuck out, stuck out to me is that the, the rest of the show is so, like, kind of grounded, despite being a superhero show. Yeah. That them quipping to each other all the time just didn't feel like a real... Like, I feel like you could show that there's tension between those guys without over being overly over the top about their quips all some the time. of
0: it yeah some of it was silly like where they were sneaking around in the warehouse and he's like swatting at red wing and right. and uh and he falls through the trees and he gets that on video but they do that little he calls him white panther and he goes white wolf white wolf sam's <laughs> like what so that's a nice little <laughs> fucking thing uh the truck sequence fantastic even though they get their ass kicked even with the fucking new caps help
1: yeah
2: well yeah i mean if you're just going by powers, everyone on the Flag Smasher side is enhanced, and you had just one enhanced guy, basically, yeah. and, then the other, and then Falcon's just a guy with wings. He just
0: has wings and a red wing, not anymore. Yeah. Uh, so that was crazy to see. There's eight dudes with Super Soldier Serum, including their leader, Carly Morgenthau, the redhead. And now this also from the comics with gender flipped in the comics. The Flag Smasher is a dude and not a group, and his name is Carl Morgan thal Carl, Carl. Uh, but how did they get the Super Soldier Serum? I love how you know one man's terrorist is another person's freedom fighter. So they're they're really they're stealing medicines and vaccines to help refugees who were displaced when people came back. I think we are going to be rooting for them even more as the show progresses. We're going to see that they are right in fighting back against this GPR committee.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, I like that it's gray. It's not like just good versus evil. It's It's mm-hmm. got shades of gray. It's more complex and, and, and you know, nuanced.
0: It's it, it's interesting. I like thinking about this from their point of view. So imagine this. The blip happens. Half the population leaves, right? You're fucked, but you're going to have more resources, right? Five years go by. You get used to these more resources. Things start to come back. And then without well, any warning. Also, yeah, yeah.
2: before you finish that, yeah, everyone... There was kind of a, a sense of camaraderie, camaraderie yeah, amongst the were world. people closer, yeah. <laughs> right. Everyone was kind of working towards the same thing.
0: Yeah, they had a shared fucking tragedy. And then, boom, all of a sudden, oh, shit. all these fuckers come back. Everything that you had gets cut uh, dramatically. And now they're getting all of the attention. And you are a displaced fucking refugee. I'm kind of on the Flag Smasher side. A little bit, I can see. The frustration that this would cause and the brilliant thing about this. I There's this interview. I listened to this Hollywood Reporter podcast, TV's top five. They interviewed Malcolm Spellman and he talked about how, you know, they had COVID kind of worked out in a weird way. They finished everything. But now this experience we all went through cannot kind of be analogous to people returning after the blip. Same kind of thing. The government doesn't know how to handle it. Everything's fucked up. Uh, they were not ready for this. Uh, it's very interesting parallels they can pull Now It's like when they try to make people go back to work after quarantine. I'm house. not going back in the office. I'm not going to groups. I'm not getting on a subway again.
2: I actually probably had like a, maybe an unpopular comparison. Yeah, but I feel like the comparison I was thinking of was maybe a lot of Americans that are like, Man, all these immigrants come over here and they just get Yeah, yeah. Come over here illegally and get mm-hmm. all these things. Like getting
0: all the jobs, yeah, that's, right. that's and the kind what about of like you've yeah. been
2: here forever. I think that I think that's the kind of the analogy I'm seeing with this. Yeah.
0: No, it's uh it's very fucking topical and real world and it's like it's amazing to think about so this show clearly is gonna deal with, you know, the effects of people coming back. Now Carly, someone's looking to kill her and then this is where she mentions the power broker.
2: Uh, i don't know if she necessarily mentions it but i think it's just kind of assumed right they
0: said well one guy goes the power brokers men Uh, have found us so uh, you know and that's when the guy sacrifices himself so they escape so they're clearly in this cause they will die for the cause uh i think they they stole it appears they stole the power brokers serum and used it on themselves maybe yeah
2: they might have gotten like a sample to like help he might have helped them with something, and then they just kind and of. And they just with fucking it. took it.
0: Do you know anything about the power broker? This is also a character from the comics. I do not. I don't know much. There's two names. <laughs> there's a scientist, there's two people with names, power broker. One is Carl, Carlin Malice, and then one is Curtis Jackson, who's a businessman. But I think this is gonna be scientist Carlin Mallus. And I feel like the name Mallus was used in Agents of Shield.
2: Possibly. I uh, wouldn't when- I wouldn't. Uh, I would, wouldn't think too hard about the agents of Shield no, it doesn't count. <laughs> Uh
0: Okay, let's talk about the fucking Isaiah Bradley scene. This is probably my favorite scene. This well, episode, the Power Broker
1: is responsible for a U.S. agent in augmenting Battlestar too.
0: Okay, Ooh. so Power wow. Broker, they somebody may make a deal with him to get the serum for them to stop the Flag Smashers, and that's how they get serumed up. There's a lot of antagonists in this fucking show. And it's going to be interesting to see how they balance this.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. It's going to be very interesting. I mean, it, you only have the two guys, and then you maybe you have U.S. agent who might rise yeah, up what, at some point. Right. Who knows? Yeah. Who
0: knows what side he flips on? Will he give up the shield? Will Sam even want it? Isaiah Bradley, favorite scene of the whole episode. Did not expect this. Carl Lumbly rugs. He was Mantis. That's right. Remember, Carl Lumley is an amazing actor. Also, uh, this version, this uh, idea of 300 black soldiers uh, tested on uh, in the Korean War. This was introduced in Marvel Comics in 2003. So there was a black Superman. And this is all. Black Captain America. I'm sorry. Black Captain America. Not black Superman. But Isaiah Bradley also from the comics and then when you find out that he they put him in jail for 30 years. I love that part Well, where-
1: he was you know what he went to jail for for dressing like Captain America. Yes, because the he blasphemy. decided Yeah, he decided to be to take Cap's uniform and put it on and they said, "Oh, that's treason." Yes, for tre- yeah. That's yeah. such bullshit. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> how much bullshit is that? And that makes it even more poignant because like this dude wanted to be Captain America so bad. And then you got uh Falcon who doesn't want to be Captain America. Right. And you're like, maybe you should be Captain America,
2: dude.
0: Yeah. And Sam is like there, we could have had a black Captain America this whole time. Nobody knew about this. What the well, fuck? That
2: was why actually, I, I don't know. I'm maybe maybe you're right, Rugs. I, I, they might go for, go at, at the perspective of these black men didn't know what they were getting into, mm. and they were just getting experimented on, and a lot of them were dying. So actually, they didn't want to be Captain America because all of them were dying. They were forced right.
0: forced into. So this. I don't
2: know. I'll see. We'll see what they how much they dig into it.
0: So apparently Isaiah had ripped off Bucky's arm uh, the last time they met and I love that line where Bucky goes I'm not a killer anymore and he's like you think you just get to wake up and decide who you want to be one
2: day? He's yeah, like there's so many oh, undertones to oh, that comment. So
0: good and he's like maybe for folks like you he's like and then he's when he's like I'll tell you what they did to me for being a hero. I was like fuck you put my uh, ass in jail for 30 years. And Buck didn't he didn't even tell Steve Nobody knew about this, so well, he went there to. And the guy still has strength. He throws the thing yeah, to the, to throws the through the through the wall. But what about his his grandson
1: is going to be the
0: guy from the,
2: the Patriots? another Patriot, Easter egg. Yes,
0: yeah. Elijah Bradley. His grandson becomes Patriot in the comics. Another character that kind of solves. Just,
2: just a quick side note on that. It's almost very clear to me now that Young Avengers is going to be a thing. Yeah, probably on Disney Plus. Probably because they have Patriot. Yep. They did the the kids from WandaVision. Yep. Um, you got Hawkeye. Kamala,
0: Kamala Khan. You got Kate
2: Bishop. Kamala Khan. You got Hawkeye's uh, protege played by Haley Steinfeld. Like, they got sure all the ingredients can, already it's there. It's
0: right there, man. You can make a. awesome. It would be a great show. I already love all these. Love all those people. I haven't seen half of them. I <laughs> uh, love them all, even though you don't ever see them. I've never seen <laughs> them. Uh, I love them all. Love them all. And then at the end, yes, they're like, look, they don't want to work with uh, you, uh, Captain America. They're like, we need. To find the guy who has all of Hydra's secrets, we are going to see Zemo. Oh, shit. Which is great. Other random things. So, Anthony, you didn't like the whole androids, aliens, or wizards uh, line? Too quippy. It's
2: a little too cute for me. <laughs> a little too cute. Sorcerer. I mean, that, the, I liked the line where he goes, I read I read The Hobbit oh, back yes. when it first came out yes. in 1937.
0: Bucky read The Hobbit when it first came out in 1937. <laughs> uh, sorcerer is just a wizard without a hat. I mean, I, I, it's funny. I don't know.
2: I, you, you you forgot to mention the line where they're in um therapy yes first of all the therapy is just ridiculous it's, i mean you, now you would we, never get that close no, but, but uh, now all, all we right.
0: know why they're sitting like that was like, he did it sam was like you'll be getting here i'm gonna get in here let's
2: do this <laughs> but uh the line where he was like if cap if cap was wrong about you then yeah. he was wrong about me like yeah. i i, I like that line because it's very much you know bucky's projecting there's his motivation yeah yeah he's projecting his own faults on other people it's like the like the thing like if he can do it i can sort of thing but if he can't do it then i'm very unconfident in myself as well and then
0: sam is like look all i could tell you is you have to just accept the fact that i did the right thing and that's that's all he leaves it at so it's not resolved between those two which is going to be great right uh, i also love the other little exchange when he's walking on the street and the kids like hey black falcon He's like, I'm just the Falcon. He's like, why am I black? Falcons are black. And He's like, does that make you black, kid? Then, kind of proving his point. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was interesting. Just these little little drops about race, about identity, and then they get, rac- well, then they get racially they get, profiled they get, by the right, cops. Yeah. The guy's like, dude, these are the Avengers. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Fucking hell, can't catch a break.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of good tidbits there of things they can really dive into. I mean, we're already a third of the way through the show. It just feels like we're racing through this. I like the pacing, though. Yeah, yeah. Wanda WandaVision, which was nine.
0: I think it's a good balance of story and character and action so far. Uh, Other couple Easter eggs I learned this week: Wyatt Russell originally auditioned for Captain America. Oh shit! Uh, But they didn't pick him. Yeah, obviously. Would have hated.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I I, I would have hated. Not (laughs) like that, (laughs) Nick.
0: No. And then the title of the episode is a reference to that theme song from uh, the first Captain America, and they kind of play like an updated version, the Star Spangled Man, when he comes out. But yeah, we got John Walker, Battlestar, Isaiah Bradley, Patriot, Flag Smasher, Power Broker, all these fucking uh, new characters, and... The showrunner in an interview has said, "Expect here we go again. Expect a big cameo in episode five. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be Mephisto. Everyone, you're by Steve Rogers. <laughs> Do you think I could be Steve Rogers, old Steve Rogers? Yeah, he's just mm. sitting there. He's he's fishing. He's going.
1: Pep Ridge Farm remembers, and then uh, <laughs> and then he'll he'll tell uh, you know Sam to get that shield. What the fuck are you doing, man? Be like, give this man a shield."
0: Yeah. Uh I mean this show has possibility for a lot of people to cameo for a lot of people to be the big cameo. So, they're doing this shit again. Everybody's going to be like, "Oh, who is it going to be? I don't know." Yeah.
1: What's your prediction? Does he does he become Captain America?
0: By is the it, end uh, yeah okay well let me end with this uh, that that podcast uh, interview I mentioned with Malcolm Spellman a couple of interesting things he dropped One thing was when he got the gig this is what they gave him they gave they're like they gave me a template and they literally gave me a menu of characters I could pull from yeah so that's kind of fun to think about putting that together. The other interesting thing he said was there's no mandate from Kevin Feige that says these characters have to be, here by the end of your show. It's all organic, right? Uh, and then the last thing that answers your question, he said these the major characters are gonna have a they're gonna be in a different place by the end. There's gonna be a definite, it's all about their identity arc, and all of them Bucky, Sam, Sharon Carter, Zemo, will be at a different spot at the end of the show in the MCU position to go forward. So it's a good interview. It's a very good interview. He talks about what it's like working for Marvel and Uh, Their method is, I thought, is very interesting. I'll put a link in the show notes, listener. You can check it out. Any other final thoughts on this episode?
1: I'm excited to watch next episode. Wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, is it bowling me over? No, but I've been, I've been. It's like action and in my wheelhouse. It's like this is true. This is like not something that like uh, would be odd for me to watch. I'm like, it's got fucking superheroes. There's action. There's some. You know, it's pretty well-staged action.
2: I got a cameo.
0: You got a, you're in this too? Oh, who? No, no, no. You want to be the cameo. Who is it?
2: Gotta be crossbones, Frank oh. Grillo. Frank
0: Grillo, yes, <laughs> yeah! yeah, fucking Frank Grillo from our cameo. Yeah, That's the cameo. He's literally yeah. a cameo to cameo. This is Frank Grillo. Fucking bring crossbones. Yes, why not? Frank Grillo, we need <laughs> oh, to. I watched another Frank Grillo movie this week. <laughs> He's still. Oh, you did? Yes, How was yes, it? Yes,
1: I did. What was oh, that one well, called? Should I talk about it
2: now? Oh, well, we'll, uh, we'll get to it. <laughs> I mean, that that was served up just the, the, the weeks of, of, of Ruggs' talk about yeah, Frank he's Grillo. He's still
0: alive, right? Crossbones is still
2: around. No, no I think he died Civil in war after Civil, um, Civil War. war. Oh. He
1: got exploded, I think.
2: Yeah, he got exploded by Wanda. Uh, That's not going to work then. But it's Marvel. Any, anyone can come back. That's a good point. Well, let's bring back Frank <laughs> Grillo. Yeah,
0: that would be he's got to be a Punisher. That's all I have to say.
2: He's the perfect <laughs> Punisher. He would be a great Punisher. Why doesn't
0: somebody do that?
1: I don't they know. Got John,
2: they got... Frank Grillo like John Bernthal to do be yeah, the Punisher. Yeah, that's a good point. Just yeah. like, Or just, or equal. I like, don't know what you think of John Bernthal. John
1: Bernthal has to pretend to be Frank Grillo so he can be the Punisher.
0: That's
2: true.
1: And then Frank Grillo's just the Punisher. Just be, just he wakes up like that.
0: John Bernthal's like, <laughs> I just imagine I'm Frank Grillo. That's how I got ready for the role every day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does it bother anybody that this this is more of a chapter thing than like an episodic TV show? Um, it doesn't, uh, doesn't bother me. I like no, it. no. not necessarily.
2: Okay. And, and they kind of ended both week like last week. They ended on uh, up guy's face. Yeah. Here's squishy and then this face week Cap. There's like we're gonna see Here's Zemo. Steve's bottom next like, week.
1: Geek boner. It's abrupt, right? It's like yeah. an abrupt ending. It's Very like, abrupt.
2: Boom. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna go see Zemo.
0: And I like. It was a little predictable when they started talking about him. I was like, "Oh, you're talking about Zemo. You're talking about oh yeah, it's see.
2: I'm be interested to see how Zemo plays into it too. Yes. What is like? His is he plan? just Hannibal Lecter? Yeah. Or like, what? What is his thoughts on everything? Where Where does he fit in on the? Because he he hates superheroes. Well, humans. he's still
0: gonna want to take him down from the inside. Obviously, he didn't. So maybe finish. they have
2: to work together with Zemo. They're
0: gonna have to. He didn't finish his plan, but he's gonna trick them. You can't trust the Zemo. He gets to to wear his fucking purple mask and everything. So, yeah, yeah, what side is he gonna be on? That's gonna be interesting. Does he know the power Mm -hmm. broker? Maybe he does. Maybe. All right, let's do do. I know the power broker. I made a trade on e-trade with him. Lost a lot of money. (laughs) Let's do some news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. You. It stinks. It mm. stinks. It stinks. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is a weird one. This is where I pull stuff from our Facebook group, Jock Under Nation listener, and our friend Lisa Morrison created a poll. Oh shit. And I don't mean a Polish person. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, I know you guys got wow. excited. She Whoa. just created a poll out Not of there. <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> like, like Wanda Maximoff. I'm gonna create polls here's a bunch of polish people now she created a
2: poll it's said, oh, question geez. for the nation i love that we got a not funny lie from Rose. Yes.
1: well that did not land <laughs> no. at all
2: i was like wow call. that's like um, almost
0: so bad that i said it
2: <laughs> yeah that's like dad someone's dad's dad said that it's a
0: like, grandfather joke that's yeah. a, that's what i'm into i'm writing a book 101 Grandfather Jokes. More Lisa Morrison's poll says, Question for the Nation. Which of the following directors' signature style annoys you the most? Uh, here are your choices. Zack Snyder's excessive slow motion. J.J. Abrams' use of lens flare. Christopher Nolan's non-linear storytelling. Uh, and then Blake Braden added Michael Mann's shaky camera. Liz Fenora Jones adds Michael Bay's lack of plot. And then John Campbell adds Quentin Tarantino and his foot fetish. They might as well be characters in his movies.
2: You could also throw in M. Night Shyamalan oh, and his twists. Twist that go endings. nowhere.
0: That'd be nothing. That's a good one, too. I love this question, by the way, Lisa Morrison. This is So the official the poll winning, of course, is Zack Snyder's slow motion. What do you guys think? Is there anybody else? Who? What's the worst? I'm trying to think. The, the worst? M. Night the is worst? good. Does Cameron have one? Not really. Maybe. No. Cameron? George Lucas adding things in post. <laughs> I would put that up there. He
1: keeps changing the movie. He keeps
0: add, changing the movie.
2: Martin Scorsese <laughs> using Italians in every movie. Yes,
0: and de-aging them sometimes now because he can't find any young Italians, I guess. I don't know. Trying to think
2: of like, um,
0: uh, that's such a good question. What's there's a lot,
2: I mean, there's a lot of different things. Yeah. It's just trying to Spike think,
0: Lee th- does a bunch of things, but Joss I, Whedon's quippy oh, humor, fuck, yeah, Joss, uh, Joss Whedon's, Joss
1: Whedon's Whedon. writing, James, James Gunn's quippy humor. <laughs> that's too much.
2: Spike <laughs> Lee incorporates a lot of like real footage in his movies,
0: yeah, but he doesn't do
1: anything that annoys me. I love all his moves. Well, I think the most annoying thing, like, I think Zack Snyder's definitely annoying, yeah, JJ Abrams. Lensler doesn't really annoy me. I just I noticed yeah, it.
0: Yeah, it doesn't really bother uh, me. It's Christopher
1: just... Nolan's nonlinear storytelling never bothered me up until this, <laughs> th- this fucking movie that's, that he ju- but I this, just watched. That's what I like about the Nolan is he's um, mind Michael Mann's shaky camera, you know, it's fine, whatever. But Michael Bay's movies, period, lack of
0: plot and <laughs> empty explosions. That's your Michael like, Bay. I hate his Transformers.
1: Movie, <laughs> <though>. <laughs> the passion. Fuck right. that show. With the power of a thousand exploding suns. I, I fucking hate that. Movie. <laughs> they're terrible.
2: Mel Ginson's anti-Semitism. Oh my
1: God, Mel Gibson's anti-Semitism. <laughs> I still like I Michael know. Bay's movies worse than that. Well, I, think that they're worse. I, think, I
2: think you're right too. Unfortunately. No,
1: Michael Bay, Michael Bay makes I'd rather something. watch Braveheart any day than fucking any of Michael Bay
0: movies. I heard that Fat Man movie is pretty good. I gotta check I it out. I heard that as well. I've heard it's very good.
2: I'm trying to think of other ones. This is, this is a, a good... it's a
0: fantastic question. I'm so glad that she created a Polish person in the first bunker.
2: uh <laughs> Still sorry. goes back to that, <laughs> that terrible grandfather
0: joke. jokes. Ah, uh, good stuff. So look, listener, join the Facebook group and vote in Poland. I mean, it's poll. fun though. Like
2: every director does have they have a thing, thing. and that's. That's kind of fun about being of directors.
0: But you don't want that thing to get annoying to and over. overused. To be, your, to be
2: the thing. Yes.
0: Like right. M. Night, that happened very quickly, yeah. and he fell into he this fell hole. into it.
2: Yeah. yeah. Sixth Sense really fucked him up.
0: What do you do after that? Now every time you have to do this better. That's not possible. There's no way you can do that. Sixth Sense, ah. it's a perfect movie. You got what lucky. about Spielberg? Steven Spielberg. Duh. What's his mm. thing? What is his thing? He is all, I don't know. Tells, He's always
2: been. I mean, he always tells very. Is it annoying
0: that he tells a competently paced fucking movie? <laughs> it's so he annoying. A lot of <laughs> so annoying how it's, fucking good he is. The motherfucker.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I can't just, think he's of just a s- competent he's, s- just a, he's like a competent blockbuster director yeah. it's
1: like Ron Howard he just makes okay movies alright like Ron that's Howard's so medi-
0: mediocrity is that annoying he's just
1: mediocre hey, I don't think he's a little bit of cut above mediocre <laughs> okay, he's a little, think,
0: he is a little above mediocre yeah, but, but it's like, always the very safe kind of he's not thing.
1: like fucking transcendently great yeah. he's just I right. you know
2: for the longest time, Adam Sandler movies, he would always cast himself as being a stud and having like a hot girl, and he looks like Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then he switched. He's like, I Wait, you don't just think be... he's handsome. <laughs> Hubie Halloween. Ooh. He's very good in Hubie I Halloween. I got 16. That's an update. <laughs> <laughs> Great question, Lisa Morrison. Let's finish up with some What Are We Watching? Because Invincible on Amazon Prime released this week. First three episodes of Robert Kirkman's
2: uh invincible on amazon
0: i watched it rugs did you watch this yes i did anthony did you get a chance to watch this
2: i, wa- I watched the first episode and i just want to say right now because you tend to do this imran yeah. we haven't all read the comics so don't reference the comics i have not
0: read the comics. your
2: thoughts and spoil everything I can't. for everyone it's
0: impossible i've never read these comic books this is impossible this is so what you this is good i, I read them okay well,
2: so we well, will run spoils things all the time. Like, well, it's not like this in the comic. <laughs> I was like, I didn't read the
0: comic. Good for you that my memory sucks. So, <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> so here's
0: what we'll do. We'll do what we do with like the boys. When this ends, we'll review the whole season. Yeah. But we can talk about it week to week. Anthony, let's just start with you. You saw one episode. One episode. What'd you think overall?
2: Did it get you? I mean the ending of it I was going fuck yeah oh oh,
0: oh my god oh, I don't want to spoil it but the what a hook. the ending of the first episode you're just like holy fuck what just happened
2: <laughs> Yeah no I liked it I mean but the ending the ending is what is going to yeah. either is going to hook you yeah. so yeah I liked
0: it and the first 3 were uh they're very good there it's very quick he becomes invincible very quickly so they don't waste time but I do love how Kirkman is like he's taken his love for Marvel and DC superheroes and kind of mushed everything together and created his own universe it reminds me a lot of the boys it does a similar thing but his is a, just a different tone uh but just the the mishmash of characters and the uh colorful characters he has and this is great rugs what'd you think you read the book you yeah, read the comic. Well, what do you think of this i
1: didn't read all of them okay remember i got them out of order i read like the first two and then i skipped till i skipped around but for the most part you're making a comparison to boys, but this is so much larger. Ah. It feels like, like the entire DC universe. almost, Yeah. With space and all that other stuff and aliens and shit like that. So um, it's, it's a lot bigger than the boys. The boys is a lot tighter. Um, So this is like wacky on a different scale. I think Robert Kirkman is taking like the DC universe and a little bit of the Marvel universe and kind of doing a send up of it. And, how wacky it is. If you can like really play around with it. Um, and it's, you know, he's got some twists and turns in there that are still, uh, you know, we're not going to see yet. So uh, I'm excited oh, I yeah. and I think it's handled pretty well. So, and I like all of the acting, the voice acting. The great. fucking
0: it's- cast is incredible. We've talked about them several times. Stellar, amazing voice cast. I also love how the animation, it kind of has this Saturday morning cartoon quality, and then it gets like super fucking violent. And it's very, oh, adult. yeah, it's super gory. It's yeah. so gory. It's amazing. So, all in all, I'm in. I fucking love the first three episodes. Can't wait to see. I know he's got a lot of things planned. When does it release on Fridays? Uh, Fridays. This is a Friday release. And now uh, we're going to get the single episodes then. Yes. Right? Then we're just getting one a week, and I don't know how many there are eight, ten. I don't know. And they're 40 plus minute episodes. So, yeah. they're yeah. not short. There's. It's a lot for animation. Cool. Uh, I mean, everybody should be watching this. Dude, it's fucking great. Check it out. We will review once the season ends. Rugs, what Frank Grillo movie did you watch this week? <laughs> I'm just here for the dick jokes. So unfortunately, at, at, it's
1: not really a Frank Grillo movie. He's just in it. It's called Jiu-Jitsu.
0: Oh, I've been needing to see this. And it's that not, about, it's oh, not
1: about uh, you know, Israelis doing karate. It's um The Nick Cage it's, movie. It's it's, it's a
2: Oh. How it's bad like, is this? Now that
1: how that joke is way worse than the inline <laughs> joke. All right, a hundred <laughs> times. Worse. I didn't even that went over my head. How bad is this movie? Let's just get that <laughs> out of the way. It's a grenade. <laughs> Think about it. Anyway, so Jujitsu is this movie. It's about uh, I guess an alien. There's a comet that flies over the Earth, and then it it, it, it it all of a sudden an alien comes out of a portal, and it's like Predator. He has to kill whatever, and there's like some deal. Like if they fight him in battle and they all fight they all decide to fight him. He has to fight nine people. If nine people fight him, he just goes away and comes back in oh, six years. It's and, like Scott Pilgrim. And, and does it all all over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Scott Pilgrim. And so um Frank Grillo is just one of the guys okay. that one of the nine guys. So he doesn't really have a lot of screen time. This is really the whole thing about this is about Nicholas Cage is In this movie, yeah, he's the lead. It's a crazy so,
0: cage movie. This
1: movie is so terrible, it's <laughs> yes. shot terribly. Yes, it everything about it sucks. Uh, even Frank Grillo can't save this movie. Um, uh, even Nicolas Cage can't save this movie.
0: <laughs> How dare you do this to
1: us! I actually stopped watching it after I, I was Did like, like I, I'm sitting there, I'm watching, I'm like, listen, I gotta get to the Nicolas Cage part. When I get to the Nicolas Cage part. I know it's going to be so bad, but I want to see it just to know how bad it is. And then I'm going to stop watching it. And that's exactly what I did. I like, after Nicolas Cage, that's it. I was like, I'm done with this.
2: You did not finish the movie. Then. I have two comments real quick. One, I showed my friends the Frank Rillo cameo. Yeah. And one of my friends who's always says something clever or smart ass goes, <laughs> Can you relay to him that that jujitsu movie sucks? Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Ah, 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 <laughs> Number two, Imran, you were the one, I don't know if you remember, you were the one that showed us, made us watch that trailer, and I told you from the start. I'm like, why are you making this looks us like a, Yeah, I remember oh, I remember
0: that. That's when Fat Man. And I'm
2: like, this movie looks terrible. It looks like an movie. It's bad going to be movie. guaranteed terrible.
0: It's on Netflix, so it's not even fun, bad bugs?
1: No. I mean, I watched. <laughs> so, shit. I watched. Uh, <laughs> what was it called? Uh skyline yeah
0: that's another the, netflix beyond one. skyline that yeah. he's
1: in and that was actually not too bad i mean it's a bad movie but i mean it's watchable at least but yeah this one was like i'm on, this- i'm
0: absolutely watching this it's on fucking netflix i put he it in was, my watch list. he was
1: slumming it big time <laughs> this is
0: when frank grillo <laughs> slumming <laughs> listen cage <laughs> cage needs to pay his fucking back taxes He'll oh yeah do
1: anything. It's, it is terrible let's
0: just uh <laughs> so in the pandemic let's see real quick how busy Nick Cage is. We know he was doing, uh, you know, seven, eight movies a year pre-pandemic. Uh, what does he have? Okay. Oh, it slowed down a lot. In 2019, he had one, two, three, four, five, six movies. Only? 20, yeah, only six. 2020, he has Jiu-Jitsu. He has a voice in The Croods, and that's it. And this year, there's a movie called Prisoners of the Ghostland and then Willie's Wonderland. Two oh, there's a bunch of untitled. Oh, and he's also playing Joe Exotic in the TV miniseries Oh my god! Of oh my the god! The Tiger King.
1: Yes. Wow. <laughs> well, he did that. Uh, he did the story of curse words on Netflix. Remember that? Oh,
2: I, that's really good. I like that. It's only like the fact four that he's episodes. doing the the Tiger King thing. Like he's Joe Exotic. Pic- Picture perfect, yeah. but also like, oh, my God. Right. This is how Paul, Cage. this
0: is what you got left to choose from. You want to be the Tiger King? Yeah.
2: I mean, it doesn't sound terrible for him to do it. It's just like, wow, it's perfect casting.
0: Really?
1: I got to talk <laughs> about another movie. That OK. I All right. So at the behest of a few people that I know, I watched a film, a masterpiece. Oh, ah, no, I'm kidding. no, okay. uh, <laughs> no, it's not. It's called Psycho Gorman. All right. Okay, and it's about uh, a child, a very evil child. It's a little girl who's just a real, real jerk, who like beats up her brother, and they some for some reason find in buried in their backyard alien overlord that's buried, <laughs> and there's a crystal, and whoever holds the crystal can control this alien overlord, and so she does, and she. You know, basically tortures this guy, and uh, that's the movie. Wow, this is a
0: B movie made last year. This year, it's like a new yes. B movie.
1: It like costs like ten dollars to make
0: these. Uh, yeah, these costumes in this trailer are. Amazing. It looks like a Godzilla fucking movie costume. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. But like, um, where did you watch is, this? Where is it on?
1: Uh, I f- I found it somewhere. Uh, okay, uh, but like the thing is, this movie was really fucking hilarious up until like. And I was like, oh, this is going to go places. And it kind of fizzles out towards the end. But I was fucking laughing my ass off at this movie. So for, better for like,
0: or worse than Wolf Cop? There's our, it's how we figured. figure oh,
1: out. Oh, it's like, eh, no, it's kind of a toss-up. Oh, no, you. it's not that much better than Wolf Cop. Okay, that's where we're at. No, right? it's a little bit better than okay. Wolf. You, no, because this one, like, wolf cop you, i could never really
0: buy into this alien guy is playing the fucking drums in a bar in a band in this trailer what is going on here <laughs> yes, what yes. The, fuck? the fuck how's that possible that's it's, like Wolf. Cop. all it
1: is is just it's just the alien like the girl is the bad guy in the movie this oh. little girl oh cool she's the bad guy she's this horrible person and so she's so horrible and so annoying that this alien is like fuck, <laughs> fuck I'm, this, this is the worst torture Good i've ever shit. had it. and i've been like you know, enslaved and fucking all this
0: shit. I think he should team up with Wolf Cop to take down this little girl. Uh, we need a crossover.
1: Yeah, so this movie is ba- it's a bad, bad film. I was asked, I was told that it was great. Oh, it's on Prime and, Video. You can rent it for four dollars. And I yeah, and I I watched it, and uh, I enjoyed
0: parts of it. Parts right. of it I enjoyed. Uh, not all of it though. <laughs> so. Good stuff, Anthony. Did you watch anything? I watched. I care a lot. We talked about that. Fantastic. About that. Highly recommend
2: no i mean i haven't there's nothing been on the docket um that i've caught up on so only the invincible in the like what we talked about earlier in the show
0: Uh, so you've you caught up on all the oscars
2: movies then are you for the most part yeah Yeah, there's a couple more that i want to watch never rarely sometimes always i think i'm gonna actually try to torture myself and watch hillbilly oh god there's a couple couple movies i'll still catch before uh, the oscars
0: Again, out this week, today, if you listen to this podcast, the minute it comes out, Godzilla versus Kong, watch it, absorb it, lick it, love it. We'll talk about it next week. And then, Anthony, uh, shout out to Dig on America. You were on uh, oh, yeah. Jason was, Dutch and the boys. <laughs> I forgot
2: that I was on that yeah.
0: <laughs> Yes, oh, I was shit.
2: on Dig on America the, a couple days ago. I believe it was Sunday night. and or, wait, well, I don't know what day that was, actually. It might have been. Might have been the last week. It's always late at yeah. night. That's all I know. I have no idea when I was on that show, but I was on it, and we talked about things. So you did. I'll put, a,
0: I'll put a link in the show notes <laughs> if the listener wants to. I don't to. remember we talked about.
2: Probably.
0: There <laughs> was words said.
2: Uh, there was words li- said. Go listen to smiles, it. Smiles, maybe some winks and some nods. Yeah. There you go.
0: Very nice. good, rugs. Where can the listener find you?
1: Oh, uh, you could find me uh, on Twitter at really rug
0: And uh, that's where I'll be. All right, be there. Follow us on Twitter too, listener at Jock and Uh, Thanks for listening. Share the show, of course. Very important. Spread the stupidity. Spread the anarchy. Fucking fantastic. Just like Stan Lee said. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. We'll catch you next time. Not funny.
2: I'm, yeah, that was
1: a lot of that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> this is going great.
2: Get the fuck out. nerd.